This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about this is a place. Welcome to the This is a Place podcast. My name is Brandon. And as always, I'm with a man who, for this episode, decided to get really, really sconed. Nate. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, do you have any uh, scone on? No, what's going on? Not much. What's going on with you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. So do you watch baseball, Nate? I kind of do. It just started uh, this week, right? Yep. Basketball has started, or NBA is done during their preseason. I'm not sure if the WNBA is still preseason I or if they're playing. They were starting something, yeah. Soccer is going on. Golf is back. Tony Finau almost won the last tournament, but fell short again. That guy finishes in the top 10 like all the time, which is good. He's consistent, but I feel bad that he just can't get over that hump and win more tournaments. I think he's won one tournament, but. Uh, He's always in the top 10. But baseball, I actually did watch a couple games this week. I normally don't watch baseball unless if I go to like a, a game here in Salt Lake or, you know, I went to my nephew's game yesterday. That was fun. But watching baseball on TV can be a little boring. I normally don't watch it till October, September mm-hmm. time when playoffs are about to start, especially if there's a team that I like. Um, that's going to make the playoffs, but it's hard being a major league baseball fan because they play so many games, right? And then if your team halfway through the season is a losing team, they have like no chance. There's like, why am I going to watch another 90 games of a team that I, I know they're not going to make the playoffs because they have so few teams that actually make the playoffs, which I think is weird for the sport that has, the most amount of games played, but the fewest teams that go to playoffs. But this year might be interesting because the season's basically cut in half, right? So it's almost like they're past midseason, but they're just starting. So every game is going to mean more this year than it did prior years. So I might pay more attention this year than I've had in, have in the past. Yeah, definitely. I think the ba- shortened baseball, the way things are going with that, you know how much is going to change my baseball watching habits? Zero. Absolutely, absolutely <laughs> zero. You don't, not, you my, don't, not my thing. You don't even watch like the playoffs or the World Series or anything like that? Mm-mm. Do you like going to the, the Bees games at all? Mm-mm. Huh. Interesting. I like going to the Bees games. And usually I go, you're going with like friends. Some Not with family, but... I was the only one that ever wanted like stay to the end because I was actually watching the game rather because most of the time you go with friends are just hanging out, right? And Yeah. Well, but. here, I'll do this. When baseball, I know they completely canceled the minor league stuff for this year, but things are normal next year. We'll have to do a whole bees ballpark episode. Yeah. The Smiths. Is it called the Smiths ballpark now? I think so, yeah. Called? Yeah. So we'll we put should. that on the, on the docket for next year. We will, and it will be back next year, right? Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So, let's talk about our episode for this week. We're talking about scone cutter. Yeah, scone cutter. 
that's kind of a, a Utah thing, right? Yes, absolutely is. There is still one location going strong out in Sandy off of um, 90th South and kind of right there by Classic Skating. Yeah, just a stone throw from I-15, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was actually a location we visited a lot when we worked over at Classic. One, one fun story I'll tell you about that location is that um, I think I mentioned on the Classic episode, but we used to play hockey after hours, after you know all the skating sessions were over. Um, and I had a buddy who was really into hockey. Uh, he got into hockey, I should say, in high school, and he wanted to come play, and he asked if he could bring another friend with him. And I'm like, well, we already got a bunch of people playing from from work. So, yeah, you can bring one friend, but that's it. He ends up showing up with the whole high school hockey team. Not just one friend, <laughs> but like the whole high school hockey team. So everybody's looking at me, you know, my coworkers and stuff and friends that came to play going, like, what the heck, Nate? Like, you, we have way too many people to play now, you know? Um and I said, hey, I'll take care of this. I'll take care of this. So when you play like hockey compared to other sports, you usually have, there's not a places you can really go play hockey. Um, so you usually have to rent a location, right? So everybody's used to chipping in a few bucks to rent the location that you're going to go play at. If you're doing ice or even roller for that matter, compared to like basketball and stuff, you just go find a gym and play, right? So I knew that they, they're used to paying, even though we didn't have to pay because Classic just let us use it for free. Um, so I ran up to the DJ booth and said, Hey, has everybody paid their $5 buy-in for hockey tonight? So I made everyone on the high school team. So I made it sound like everyone else had already paid <laughs> from my group. Yeah. So I made everyone on the high school team pay me five bucks. So there was like 10 of them, maybe even more. Um, so we ended up with like 50, 60 bucks from them. And then everybody was happy because I said, hey, after hockey, to my group of friends, we're going to go over to Scone Cutter and eat. <laughs> so the high school team paid for our dinner that night, or I should say it was breakfast because we played probably till like two or three in the morning. But oh, wow. so that's the way I made it up to my buddies and friends at Classic was uh, still money from the high school team to fund our Scone Cutter trip. So they weren't I as mad. None of those guys are listening right now. No, my best friend, he was my best friend at the time. He found out about it later and was pretty upset. But I said, at the same time, dude, I told you only bring one friend and you brought like the whole team. So you're bad. <laughs> so he did find out. But Okay. Just want to make sure you weren't going to, they weren't going to make you meet him at the flagpole after school or something. There you go. So every time like I drive by that scone cutter location, I kind of get reminded of that, that one trip, but to that location. But yeah, like you said earlier, there used to be a whole bunch of restaurants, especially out where we live. I think when I moved out to the West Jordan area, within a five mile radius, there was at least four or five scrum cutters you yeah. can get to. And now we just have the one on 90th and I-15. So it's unfortunate that they've all kind of, like I like to say, faded off into the sunset. Yeah, I was even thinking about today. We mentioned a couple. There was the one off of over by Kearns High School. There was another one off of 90th South and West Jordan. 
in what like 3200 south or 3200 west there was one in west valley there was one at the Harmons off of redwood in 54 mm-hmm. they were all over this area and now nothing in probably the last 10 years they've all gone away with the exception of this one location and it's kind of relevant right now because what used to be a scone cutter burned down just earlier this month. This yeah. was the one off of State Street in, in 20th South. And it closed in 2018, but it still had the scone cutter sign. It was still one of those original places. But yeah, the July 2nd, shortly before noon, they started seeing smoke and burned down. There was nothing they could save at it. But who knows what they were going to do with this building anyway, but still kind of sad to see this landmark of the community. I mean, it was founded in 1977, so it's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Sad to see it go away like that. Before my time. So didn't it was arson though, right? We're the one on State Street a couple weeks ago. I yeah, the guy's name was Benjamin Dillon or Dillman something. And he was squatting around the area. I don't know if they were saying he was like squatting down and they saw him light the fire, or if he was actually just a squatter. But he was in in there and then ended up at the Winco, which is pretty close to there. And they found him, brought him back, and people identified him. And he was charged with arson. So, Well, did you, as a kid, did your family frequent Scone Cutter? Or what's your memories of going to Scone Cutter? We did. It was pretty close to where I lived growing up. It seemed like when we go to Scone Cutter, it was more of a treat because it always was a little more pricey on the fast food side of things. We'd always get the fries extra crispy. I'd get my plain turkey scone. And I really liked this, I think was from Scone Cutter, where my love of pumpkin shakes came from because they always had a really good pumpkin shake in october so i had to get one of those but yeah we we went to it quite a bit because we really liked it as a family and we'd always split some of the dessert scones that they have um so a lot of fun memories of it i can't pinpoint one quite like yours but definitely a place that we enjoyed as i was growing up yeah, we used to, there was one on I want to say it's ninety four hundred south and just off at of seven hundred east, and which was pretty close to where I grew up. So I remember we went there quite often growing up for for dinner, um, and I always got the turkey sandwich with everything on it, whatever. Because they had like a, do you remember their little notepads where they took your order? And they would yeah, have, they would like cross off. I don't know if you remember, but they had like um, all the uh, toppings you could put on it, and they would cross off the ones you wanted, like the little mark saying what you want on it. And I just remember saying, I just throw everything on there. And I remember their turkey. Do you remember like their turkey sandwiches? Like the turkey was almost like it was like steli turkey, but it felt like mm-hmm. they almost like even broke it up even more. Yeah. And so it's good. So I remember like I wanted, I just love going to scroll cutter and having that sandwich. So as a kid, you know, 10, 11, 12 age, I would take our Turkey at home and even rip it up even more and put on my sandwich (laughs) just to replicate it. Yeah. I think it would taste better that way. Trying to copy scroll cutters recipe. 
but it obviously doesn't taste the same when you don't have it on a scone. So if you're having a regular bread compared to a scone, I think that was part of the the magic of the sandwich is that it was on a, a white scone. And they also have, I said white scones, but they also have the wheat bread scones as well. But that's only if you're trying to be healthy, right? Yeah, which if you're going to scone cutter, probably not your first choice yeah. in the health department. But I would... I have a, I can't believe we haven't talked about it yet because I'm a huge fry sauce fan. And my favorite part about this was getting tons of fry sauce and dipping my turkey sandwich in the fry sauce. Oh, really? Well. <laughs> yeah. Like I'd almost dip so much of my sandwich in there that wasn't even enough for the fries just because of how much I loved the pairing of it. But And their fry sauce, fry sauce, fry sauce packets were very similar to the ones you used to get at um, Arctic Circle, right? Yeah. So I used to like the same. I used to get Excellent. a whole bunch of them and kind of stack them up like the way they do those cups or the cheerleading pyramid. That's what I would do to entertain myself while I was waiting for the food. Because <laughs> you'd have like, because you needed like what? For your your meal, you needed like 20 of them, right? Because they're Yeah, not they're pretty big. small. So I'd get like 20 of them and start stacking them up and wait for the food. But I did love... They love their sandwiches. Um, I don't think it's very often that we got like the dessert scones there because they do have like what a cinnamon scone and cinnamon honey, honey. So every once in a while, but usually if we were going to get dessert, we got the the shakes like you mentioned. Yeah, the dessert scones are my favorite. It's burned in my memory how delicious they are, and it's been a minute since I had one. But the this most recent time I had one, and it was. It was still delicious. Delicious dessert scone. Scones are always good, no matter when or where you have them. Yeah, and I it's- doubt this will be the only time we talk about scones on the podcast because this is something very unique to Utah and our love of scones and just our notion of scones as well. Like being introduced to scones, it was the Utah version to me as opposed to what anywhere else, especially – um, in Europe, a scone is like a square, more like a bread pastry type thing. Mm-hmm. But ours are fatty and deep fried and delicious. Like almost a donut type. Yeah. But scone cutter, like it was interesting because they took the concept of a scone and made it into a whole restaurant, right? Yep. Uh, and put food or meat and made sandwiches out of it, which was something unique that I don't think I've ever seen outside of Utah. And um, I know my mom going to scone cutter a lot. She liked to get, they had the Navajo taco. Right. And the taco part was basically a scone, right? Yeah. It's been a minute since I've had the Navajo taco, but man, that thing is good. And I also like their, uh, did you ever get their fries, but have them put cheese on top? I don't know if I ever did the cheese fries. I did sometimes they had a spicy fry option and we did that a couple times. Yeah, I like the the cheese fries. Like if you're gonna go in with a bunch of friends to hang out, the cheese fries was a good option. Um and with a bunch of fry sauce, of course. Of course. Fries are very good. I have always loved the fries here. And a lot of this is me talking in the past just because it's not as, as accessible to us now. It's kind of out of the way to, to go all the way out to Sandy to get it. But still there, still thriving. Oh, my gosh, Nate. 
What's up? We, for, we forgot to do reviews. Ooh, and this one, we have to do the reviews because there was some fun ones, right? Yeah, I'm just kidding. I didn't forget to do reviews. I remembered because I wanted to save this as the best part for last because, man, you got some good reviews for this place. You enjoy doing your review research. Oh, yeah. And usually when we do our reviews, we have a response. We'll read the review, and then we'll kind of respond to it on our take and our kind of feedback based on the review. But thanks to Sconecutter, we don't need to do that for this time because they respond to the reviews themselves. They're pretty proactive on their um, getting back to people on the reviews. And they don't hold back either. So, oh, Which is great, I think, to be honest with you. Absolutely. So hit us with your uh, your favorite ones. I will. The, this the, we could probably do a whole episode just for the reviews alone. So it's going to be hard for me to filter these to find the best ones because there's so many of them. So this might be a longer segment than normal. Put this put this part on double speed if you don't have it on there already. Okay. So Zachariah gives a one star and says the bacon egg cheese and bun. We're all microwave disgusting. My dog has brought me better food from a trash can. You charge five twenty-seven for a breakfast sandwich that you refuse to cook. Waste of money, waste of time. The owner says, Well, Zach, me and Subway have a lot in common. Your trash must be awesome. Thanks for your time. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one with even out any kind of feedback, but Heather gives a one star, and the owner says, Heather, maybe you clicked on the wrong button. Going for five stars, question mark? <laughs> it's an honest question. So another one without a message, but Nathaniel, hey, close to Nathan. Pretty close. They give a one star, and the owner says, Nathaniel, as a past employee, sorry you feel that way. We thought you were a good employee and wished you well. Hum, give us a call if you have any unresolved issues. Well, that's nice of them, right? I love the hum. Um, <laughs> In all caps, hum. Did you see the review from Splice? Yes. What does Splice have to say? He said, food's cooked in microwaves. Most of it. It's overpriced for microwave food. Why lie? The response, hello, Spice. We never lied. N no idea where you got that. We do raise the scones. Scone dough three to four times a day and cook them fresh. The chicken is grilled and potion for later. In potion, yeah. They're using potion. Potion for later. And yes, heated in, oh no, a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want us to grill it as you order? That's not practical. Wait times. The other meats are sliced daily. All are very high quality and certainly not overpriced. We sure like positive people. So let's go for five stars next time. So that's what oh, I like. Coaching. About, yes, the coaching. Like I saw that a lot in the reviews. Is if somebody gives a bad review, it's like, come on, let's do better next time. Give us five come stars. On, give us five stars. Come on, just press the five. Press the five. It's not that hard. Come on. I saw in one that someone had given a one star, but because the owner actually responded to their comment, they upgraded to two stars. So it goes a long way. A whole a whole star's worth. And then Sean Rose. <laughs> what did Sean say? Oh. Wait, every night, all night, they close out their fryers. This is a great lazy out to not have to make food. The fourth time I've had to come at all different times, and they're always cleaning out fryers. This place has gone downhill. Management does nothing. 
and workers are lazy. Won't be surprised when this place closes down fast, not to mention the health department closing them down twice already. In other words, don't waste your time. <laughs> Damn, Sean, you're incorrect. <laughs> the fryers are cleaned every night to make food so good. This place has gone straight uphill, thanks. Management does a lot with smiles. Some workers can be lazy, but most are not. The health department loves us. They get the <laughs> thumbs up us. all the time. So I'm not sure where you got that. Oh, if you're not careful, you could end up in court with false statements of shut us down. That is a lie. But come on in. Wait, but come on in for five-star treatment anytime. Try us <laughs> in the daytime. The graveyard shift is clean. The friar's time, usually at 2 a.m. But I love it. I love, like, the honesty um, and just, like, the direct. No holding response. back. Yeah, yeah. Like, say Refreshing. what. But and but honest, right? So I think they're very, they're answering their questions, but in a non-politically correct manner. Yeah, definitely not politically correct. <laughs> so, <laughs> damn, Sean, <laughs> you're correct. <laughs> I like this one from Patrick. He says, "Losing its touch with three stars." The response is, "Hello, Patrick. Hum, what to do? We will reestablish our touch next time you come in. Going for five stars. Thanks for your time." <laughs> yeah, so again, coaching. <laughs> Come on, give us the five stars. You know you want to. <laughs> Warren gives him a four star, so still pretty reasonable. He said the food was great, but there was this manager guy strutting around, yelling at the ladies, trying to build my cheese fries. There was no love, but the food was great. Owner says, thanks so much. We're going for five stars. Our regular employee called in sick. The feeling guy has volume issues for sure. Good thing he's only on one night. <laughs> <laughs> How would you feel being the employee reading these comments about yourself on Google? Yeah. Asa says, the scones have too much butter. I love butter. However, the scones were just soggy. There was so much butter. Response from owner, was it honey butter? <laughs> like, are you serious? Honey butter? The best There's part is there's honey butter. You can respond as the owner, but it's not like someone can comment back again. Oh, so. that's a good point. But was it honey butter? Was it honey butter? <laughs> good question. <laughs> but that's it. That's the only response to soggy. It's gone. Um, I mean, so I'm reading all the, the lower ones because they're the funniest. But um, they do have four stars in Google in total. And so not bad uh, for being the only surviving scone cutter. And the consensus is that people love it and they'll they'll go out of their way to come back here because the food's still being delicious. But we'll finish out with this last one. It's a four-star from Kirk. He said, the food is always delicious, but some of the employees could use an attitude adjustment. Owner says, I know, right? These low-skilled employees got to whip them into shape sometimes. Thanks for the positive part of the message. I'm sure we'll get that five stars next time. Smiley face. So I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? Low-skilled employees. Awesome. It's it's cool to see someone really just giving it the way it is on the Googles. But they do have a lot of five-star reviews from just a few days ago. So yeah. So people, like you said, there's the, the one stars are the funny ones. That's why we kind of go there first. But I think they're doing okay with four stars. Yeah, and I'm when I'm in the area. I'll go back. I'm not going to completely write the place off. I'll still 
I'll still get here from time to time. It's not going to be something I'm not going out completely out of my way, but not going to completely forget the the good old scone cutter. Me neither. We'll have to... well two things. One, I'm writing a romance novel. About, oh, okay. About tea and pastries. I'm going to call it "Romancing the Scone." You don't, the, you don't get that one because you're too young. No, I don't get it. Sorry. Romancing, Romancing the Stone. Romancing the Stone, I think is what it's called. Okay. But HBO is making a drama about relatives conspiring against each other to take control of the family pastry company. Mm-hmm. They're going to call it Game of Scones. Oh. <laughs> Game of Scones. I never saw Game of Thrones. I've never seen one episode, so I'm one of those. Well, you're going to have to wait a little bit until that one comes out. But until then, keep listening to the podcast. Make sure you give us five stars, and we'll give you an awesome response back as well. Thanks so much for listening to the This Is A Place podcast. See you guys next week.